Hello, this is Jensen Franklin, and thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Our goal is to provide you with biblically-based teachings that will challenge, inspire, and equip you to live for Jesus. If you haven't already, I'd love for you to go ahead and subscribe today to this podcast so you can get the latest updates from us and you don't ever have to miss a new message. Let's go right into the service, recorded at Free Chapel. I believe it's gonna bless you today. Open your Bible to 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. 2 Kings chapter 3 and verse 16. He said, thus says the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. And then turn left and go to the book of Deuteronomy, some of my favorite verses. In verse 7, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. A land of brooks, of water, of fountains, of springs that flow out of valleys and hills. It's time for you to get your flow back. A land of wheat and barley, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you eat bread without scarcity. You will lack nothing. It's good news, isn't it? Thought God was just, didn't want me to have, but you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of the hills you'll dig copper. Verse 10, when you have eaten and you are full, everybody say full. Then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Beware you do not forget the Lord your God by keeping, not keeping his commandments, his judgments that I've commanded you. Lest when you have eaten and are, say it everybody, full. And when you have built beautiful houses, turn to somebody and say, I'm going to build one. Or I'm going to buy one. And you dwell in them. Verse 14, when your heart is lifted up, don't forget the Lord your God who's brought you out of the land of Egypt. Don't you dare say in verse 17 that my power and my might, my hand has gained me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. I want to preach to you for just a few moments on God is not attracted to fool. God is attracted to empty. God is attracted to need. All you have is a need. There is an invisible law called the law of attraction. It was a New York Times best-selling book that one man wrote on the law of attraction. And he, he uses secular things. And I want to give you God's law of attraction today. God is driven by a need. God is attracted to a need. God says, fill my house with problems and I'll fill that house with presents. The more problems, boy, we got a lot of them here today. How many of you, every one of you have some kind of problem in your life? Let me see your hand. God says the reason that there's going to be heavy presence 
is because people bring problems and they don't keep them inside, but they give them to me. I'm saying to you today that when God told the prophet in 2 Kings in the middle of his need to dig a ditch, God was saying, I want you to make this valley full of ditches. And when the rain comes, you won't see clouds, you won't see rains, but you, you won't hear it coming, you won't see it coming, but it's going to rain. And all I need you to do is when you create a need, watch me come with the miraculous. Dig a ditch. Create a need. Ask me for more. Step out from the safety and dig a ditch. I am, never in, I am never put off by your need. I like it when you are needy concerning me. One thing God himself cannot have that he requires every one of us to have is a need. And listen to me. Our security, I think, our own self-security and our own blessing when we get full can be the very thing that locks God's miraculous power out of our life because we become self-sufficient instead of having a need, digging a ditch and saying, I still need you. I don't think it ever has to end. I don't think the increase ever has to stop. I think it stops when we stop digging ditches. I think it stops like the woman who had the one little pot of oil and the prophet said, go fill the house, borrow vessels, borrow not a few. And the Bible said she filled every vessel with oil. And the scripture said, and they said, there's not another vessel. Listen. And so the oil ceased. Why? Because God's law of attraction. The moment you say I'm full, the moment you say, I don't need anything. The moment you sit in church without any hunger, the moment that you say, hey, I got everything I need. I'm kind of good. No thanks. Then God says, my oil, which is my anointing, my Holy Spirit, it will find somebody else who has dug a ditch and still has a need. And they go from glory unto glory, from faith unto faith. It, it is never, but, it, but we are never to get so comfortable that we, that we, our security locks God out of our lives because we can do it because we've learned how to do it without him. God is not an American. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? In America, we want everybody to, everybody wants freedom and independence, independence. But God is wanting you to be dependent upon him in everything that you do. And you better dig a ditch. I don't know what you're trying to reach for. I don't know what your dreams and aspirations and vision is for your life. But you better dig a ditch and say, now God is so big that it's impossible for me to do it unless you come and pour yourself out on me. And there will be this unexplainable thing and dynamic in my life that I really can't explain to people. All I can say is I gave what I had to God and I did what I could do. And then God did what I couldn't do when I dug a ditch. The law of attraction is God is not drawn to fool. There is a difference between loving God and wanting God and needing God. And God is not attracted to fool. Listen to this. The law of attraction is not what's right in your life, but what's wrong. 
The law of God's attraction to your life is not what's fixed in your life, but what is broken. The very thing that you want to hide and cover up and you don't want anybody to know about your business because you got all these problems and you put on a plastic Christian face and come to church every Sunday and sit there and hallelujah, hallelujah. The very thing that you're keeping concealed and you don't want to have nobody know is the very thing, not what's fixed, what's broken is what attracts God. Why is it we've created such a culture of shame? If, if your life is broken, it's almost like, oh, well, there's another one walking down the aisle. It ought to be the more God blesses us, the more we need him. And we're digging ditches all the time. Paul said three times, fix me, fix me, fix me. I've got a thorn in my flesh. Take it away, take it away, take it away. And God said, my grace is sufficient for you. I kind of like you like that because you don't get the big head and you don't get, so I'm going to keep you in a little need. If I can keep you in a little need, if I can keep you digging a ditch and you know you don't have enough to fill the ditch and you've done all of this, but you can't do that. I like it when you're like that. There's a reason why the cloud moved and the Israelites followed it. Why, they just like the glory. No, they like the food. <laughs> Wherever the cloud moved, the Bible said the food only lasted for a day and then worms got in it and you had to have some more food the next day. And so when the cloud moved, they said, mm, I, need, I need him because he is my source. And that's the law of God's attraction. You know what will stop you from getting your miracle today? More than anything else? Peer fear. What people think. What somebody might say. When the greatest miracle, one of the greatest miracles in the Bible illustrates this perfectly. When Jesus said to the man in the temple, stretch forth your hand who had a withered hand, he had to make a choice. Am I going to stretch forth my good manicured hand? Or am I going to give God my withered hand? And all the people were watching. The moment he decided to expose the wither part of his life to the master, the law of attraction kicked in. If he had raised the good hand, God would have found somebody else to give a miracle to. But the moment that he got real and said, I know everybody thinks I'm this, but in reality, my life looks like this. God sees our needs Today, he's saying, bring to me the withered places, the addiction, the bondage, the fear, the dysfunction. Bring it all to me. Bring it to me. The abuse, the hurt, the fear. Bring it to me. God is attracted to, 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 to darkness and to pain and to emptiness. That's why the Bible said that blind Bartimaeus was crying out. And all of, the, all of the people said, you need to be quiet, but he cried the louder. Why? Did he get a miracle because he had great faith? Did he get a miracle because he was, a, he was so spiritual? No, he got a miracle because he, he, he decided to expose the need in his life so loud that Jesus couldn't pass him by. Dig a ditch. Listen to this. You can't have the miraculous and keep playing it safe. Why are we doing another church in Atlanta? We're digging a ditch. Why? 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 Because the moment that Free Chapel says we're full, 
Do you know what the terrible sin of, of the book of, uh, in, in Revelation chapter 3 of the Laodicean church, do you know what the terrible sin was? You know why God said, I'll spew them out of my mouth? He tells it in the first part. He said, they said, we are rich and increased with goods. Oh, they had too much money. That wasn't the problem. They said, we're rich, we're increased with goods, and then this line is what got them. And we have need of nothing. I just am praying that God can find, I'd rather see, at this point in my life, I'd rather see you blessed than me blessed. When you first start out, you know, you ain't got nothing. You pray, God help me, bless me. There is a phase in life. I'm 55 now. I've got everything I'll ever need. I don't care. But boy, what I long to see is every one of these young couples and every business and every person under the sound of my voice. I'm telling you, I long to see. I long to see God bless you. But the danger is when we say, I'm rich, I'm increased with goods, and I have need of nothing. God says, uh-oh, stop the oil, let it cease. May, may we as a church never get like that. Who am I preaching to today? Rich, increased with goods, and have need of nothing. That's the law of attraction is stay empty, dig ditches. As long as there's a vessel that's to be filled, the oil will keep pouring. But when we say I'm full, it ceases. Trust God with a fresh need. Don't let anybody shut you up, drown, tell you, tell you that what you are going through doesn't matter. He's drawn to your sorrow. He's drawn to your sickness. He's drawn to your brokenness. He's drawn to your emptiness. He's drawn to your hurt your affliction, your suffering, your desperate need. He's drawn to it. I close with this. Mistakes never drive God away. He's actually attracted to you because of the mistakes that you've made. I said this a couple weeks ago. You might have made a mistake, but you're not one. And God will never define you by your worst mistake. That's actually the thing that will cause his power to be. The very thing we want to cover up is the thing that God says will cause my anointing to come greater on your life. The greater the need, the greater the grace. My God in 2018 shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. I really want to say thank you for joining us this week. If you haven't already, make sure you click on the subscription button and leave us a review. It helps this podcast reach even more people when you comment, when you give us your feedback. For more messages and inspirational materials, download the Jensen Franklin app, or you can head over to jensenfranklin.org. I want to thank all of you who give generously to help us produce weekly content like this to reach the world with the message of Jesus. God bless you and we'll see you next time.